And now, The Mentors, one of the most popular and unique shows on the radio today. Each week, one of our four remarkable CEOs, including Tom Lord, John Phillips, and Rick Brutico, will challenge your thinking about life and work. Sought after for their success and for consistently putting people first, treating employees and customers with respect, and helping others succeed, now these same CEOs, the mentors, want to help you achieve your highest level of profitability, success, and personal fulfillment in life, at work, and in business. Now, here's your mentor. Welcome. I'm Tom Laurie, and I will be your host today. What label would you give the story of your life? Tragedy, comedy, romance, thriller, or drama? When you're on your deathbed reviewing your life, whose life was it that you lived? Yours or someone else's? Today we have as our guest mentor, Jim Lehrer, best-selling author and founder of the Human Performance Institute. And we're gonna talk about the role, the role you've played and can play in shaping your life story. Jim is the author of 17 books, including his bestsellers, The Power of Engagement and The Power of Story, and more recently, Leading with Character, which we featured on an earlier episode. Jim, I want to welcome you back. And I can't tell you that, you know, I've been, we've been doing a show for five years, and this is the one show that I've wanted to do for five years, and it took me so long to get you on air just to do it. So thank you very much for uh, coming on. Well, thank you so much, uh, Thomas, for having me, and I'm I'm really delighted that uh, that the whole notion of the power of story actually resonated with you, and uh, I'm excited to talk about it. It's a big part of my life, my career, and the Human Performance Institute as we developed it. Well, as I've, I'm sure I've shared with you somewhere along the line, I've been involved in a ministry out here in San Francisco for people that have lost their jobs. And uh, while I was doing that, uh, while I, I continue doing 20 years, we've helped about 6,000 people. And I wow. stumbled on your book, The Power of Story. I don't know, was it maybe 10 years ago or so when it came out? Uh, I forgot how long it's been. I probably helped you sell more books than you can realize, because it's a book that we really recommend to people that are going through transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found a lot of people kind of hit the wall and they come in and they go, you know, I never really liked what I was doing never mm. really liked what I was doing. And we would turn them on to your book because the question really was what story were they living? Whose story were they living? And what story did they really want to live? So your book became a guidebook for many of the people that we've helped over 20 years. Oh, that's very gratifying to hear. Uh, the whole system became, was an evolutionary kind of discovery. We had this uh, living laboratory that spanned from 1992 and probably some 400,000 people have gone through the Institute and that uh, the system that outlined in that book was the primary system that we used to change lots and lots of lives. So it's, uh, it's gratifying to hear and I'm glad that uh, folks found it valuable in, uh, in transitioning to a new story. And the book is as relevant today as it was when you first uh when it was first published. So just so people have an appreciation, not only for what you've done at the Institute, you mentioned the number of people, give us a sampling of some of the elite clients that you uh, have worked with that you can name publicly, just to give them, and the breadth of people that you've worked with. Well, it's it's an interesting, it was was an incredible living laboratory. Uh, We attracted people from every dimension of high performance, um, from, uh, the special forces in the military. Um, we had many of our staff members were really extraordinary leaders uh, in their own right. Um, commander George Dom was the commander of the Blue Angels. Um, Raymond, Admiral Raymond Smith, former commander of the SEALs, unfortunately just passed away. We had uh, military uh, folks everywhere in the Institute because they understood how to manage stress. But we also had 17 number ones in the world from when they were number one, Jim Courier, Monica Sellis. We had uh, so many great people in the, in the arena of golf uh, from all the way from Nick Faldo, all the way up to present day superstars. Um, And then you know, very unusual areas of high performance. So we had world-class chess champions, 
Josh Waitskin. Uh, we had sumo wrestlers all the way from Japan who spent six months with us. Um, and uh, uh, lots of folks in medicine, surgical teams, um, nursing staff, anesthesiologists, people who are in life and death venues and they had to perform well. And we learned that if they if their story wasn't one that resonated properly, it actually caused really breakdowns in their ability to perform under pressure. So everyone, we were trying to help them understand the power of the story that they're living and the power of the story that um, has the part of the story has for Mary clearing the deck and actually enabling you to do what you fully are able to do or actually create barriers that are almost insurpassable. And uh, so I, I felt so fortunate and so grateful for the opportunity to learn. I'm a, I love learning. I love, like you do, Thomas, I'm a guy that's just always seeking new understandings in any way possible. And to try to uh, make a difference, but to make it in a way that uh, is representative of the most responsible science that we can dig up. And what does a good story look like? Well, a good story fundamentally takes you where you want to go. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I'm sure the everyone listening or watching can really understand um, how, how story works in their life. And we are this amazing evolutionary upgrade that we received um, over thousands of years in our ability for complex language. And uh, <clears throat> we were able to communicate, the brain communicates to itself fundamentally through language. And the, uh, we all believe that we pretty much have contact with the real world, but the reality is the, the science of it is that we understand the world through our senses, through our five senses. And we have data streaming in to this neural processor between our ears at you know, lightning speed. And the brain has to process that and make sense out of it. And we create meaning out of this data that comes in. And the brain is very interesting because it is, uh, it, it's very careful about what it allows in. It has uh, you know, a system, a kind of gatekeeping system. And the priority is those things that are consistent with what is already loaded in the brain in these uh, neural um, uh, areas of the brain uh, networks if it's consistent, it pretty much allows it in. Because if it isn't consistent, it creates tension in the brain. And if you let a lot of stuff in, it creates total chaos. So the brain is always looking for things that confirm what's already the reality that you see. Unfortunately, the reality that we see may be very, very far from the real world. Our brain is basically a sophisticated fiction-making um, uh, machine itself and it is uh it's working with images and works with words and because we're gonna we're have so to hold, hold that thought because we got to go to break and we'll come back okay. and finish this we're gonna be right back in a few minutes with our guest mentor the founder of human performance institute the power of story author jim lair you can go to our website thementorsradio.com and click on past shows to find many of our past great guests this is tom laurie and you're listening to the mentors radio show Hi, I'm the executive producer of The Mentors Radio Show. Usually I'm behind the scenes, but I want to tell you about something special. If you're an entrepreneur like me, you need steady energy and focus. Here's my secret. I rely on science-backed, high-quality, bulletproof collagen protein and other bulletproof products. My sister told me about it. At feelgreat.vip, you can learn the health journey of bulletproof founder Dave Asprey. Find out what sets these products apart from the rest. Nothing can replace the advice of your medical doctor, but good nutrition can absolutely enhance your mood, energy, and focus like it did for me. The demands of business, not to mention important time with family and friends, make steady energy so important. 
with more than 1 million fans, 1 million fans, I'm not alone in recommending Bulletproof. Go to feelgreat.vip. That's VIP, like very special person. Feelgreat.vip to learn more. Better life, better business. Hi, I'm Christoph Nauer. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance 6, money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to Balance 6, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel and I will show you the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. And now, back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Laurie, and I'm with human performance psychologist and author, Dr. Jim Lair. Today, we're talking about how getting our stories right gives us purpose to all the chaos we experience and the risk we need to take. Remember, you can also listen to this show or any previous show via podcast on iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Google, and more on any device, anytime. Subscribe at TheMentorsRadio.com. So um, you were talking about the brain. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something we all carry around with us. <laughs> yes, this, this uh, three pounds of meat and how it produces uh, the human mind is really, uh, it's quite astonishing. So one of the, th- when I was talking about the ministry thing and one, uh, when we talk about stories and we'll get into in greater depth, uh, we had one person who is actually uh, uh, a lawyer with a major Hollywood uh, production company and he hit the wall and got on the phone with him about uh, where he wanted to go with his life and he told me that he never really wanted to be a lawyer and he's 52 years old and uh, he always wanted to be a writer and I asked him why he was a lawyer and it was because his parents wanted him to be a lawyer uh why don't you just talk briefly about it let's go back and talk about those influences that we've had along the way on our brain that has shaped the story that we're living. So again, uh, Thomas, it's really important for everyone to understand that the world that we believe uh, is the real world is actually some kind of, it actually is a representation of what the brain has been taking in and then it has to interpret it and it becomes a story but it's not necessarily reflective of the way the world really is. And all these inputs that come actually start to form some kind of ongoing narrative. And the private voice begins to pick that up and begins to uh, direct traffic for you. And if you've got a lot of input from parents that you should be this way, even though you don't feel like you wanna go in that direction, you may end up going there and not having the success or happiness that you like. But almost, we all have stories. We have a story about everything. And that story may help us or may not help us. And the most important thing is that that story is simply a, an interpretation of what the world is. It's not the world the way it really is. And the brain actually is outstanding in duping itself. It simply exists for one reason. And that is to help you get to survive and to get you what you want and need. So if you, it's always listening for instructions and it's trying to make sense out of whatever you're going through and giving you a coherent story to guide you through life. But if the inputs are faulty, the story is faulty. And we call it an old story. Sometimes the old story, you can't get where you wanna go with the story you have. You have to create a new story and you have to figure out how to get this through the 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 filtering process of your brain so that it actually now says, oh, this is the new reality. 
and this new story, I will execute on this, and this is what um, will help this individual really accomplish whatever it is in life that they have really determined is their mission or something close to that. And uh, it, it's amazing how the brain actually follows what you have given it or are giving it in terms of instructions. Now, as I recall, you wrote about, as you got involved with uh, sports, which is always a great interest of yours, and you married the psychology piece to it, that all of us may have certain skills to do a job. And let's think about the, the uh, elite uh, tennis player. But there's a point at which the brain really is the most important part of their success. Skills can take us so far. And as I recall, you wrote about how the next level, the really elite level, has a lot to do with what you're talking about, the brain. So the more we understand that the really the most important organ in our whole system is the human brain. And it is it's running the show and it actually organizes your emotions and stories you you bring into uh, the system um, have emotional implications have mental implications have character or spiritual um, implications even the the information you take in about your physical body and all the um, all the feedback you're getting about your human about the human body itself all that data is being somehow synthesized into a story and the way you bring that story to life every day in your, uh, in your uh, interactions with the world is going to determine what kind of outcome you're going to get. So, you know, the brain can't differentiate very effectively between something that's vividly imagined and something that actually exists in the real world. And so the, the, you, what you tell yourself in terms of your private voice, the images you feed to that brain are going to be very powerful in giving it instructions about what, what you really want and need to be successful. And that's the only reason it exists. And so the more information you give it, with greater clarity, the greater the output will be that um, you will experience in your life. So, But if you have a faulty story, a story is really not grounded in reality, and it isn't taking you where you want to go, and it has all kinds of fault lines in it, what I would call bad coding, the brain is probably going to find ways to ensure that that is not going to uh, be a successful story. So we spent our entire career at the Human Performance Institute helping, get, helping people get their story straight and helping to understand the power of story in every single dimension of their life. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, going back and figuring out what the story is. But before, give us an idea on a more practical level. What would a faulty story look like? Give us some things that you've seen along the way, what people have told themselves or believe. Okay, so let's say that you've told yourself, you, you keep saying, I want to be wealthy. I want to be, uh, uh, I want to be very famous. And they really drive. And so the brain is going, okay. That's, that's got to be one of the most important imperatives. So we got to figure out how to get famous. And so all the information that is fed into the brain around that, so you might be looking for every opportunity to get publicity, to, get, to be center stage, to be important. But you're not really qualifying that instructional input in the sense that there's a lot of ways to become famous. And famous by itself may not make you that happy. If you really understand what fame does to your life, we, uh, we had hundreds of athletes come who were very famous and very unhappy. They felt like they, they really got duped into believing something that really wasn't going to bring happiness to them. And so we asked people to go and to really look very hard at the assumptions they're making about what will make them happy and not happy and to follow it and to see where it takes them. And over and again, we realized that, hey, wait a minute, I've been operating on a false premise and I've got to get this reset. Here's who I really want to be. Here are the values. Here's the, the person I want to be at the end of my life. And I'd like to be successful, but here's how I define success. And you feed that in images and words and a lot with your hand in writing. You feed that to the brain. And it's amazing the brain starts calculating, reassessing, and recalculating 
what needs to happen for you to make that happen? Because the story you had before was not going to take you there. Well, we're going to come back in a few minutes with our guest mentor, the power story author, Jim Lair. We're talking about a key question we should all be asking ourselves, and that is, am I living my story? Remember, you can now listen to our Saturday broadcast on iHeartRadio or TuneIn Radio anywhere, anytime in the world. And you can subscribe to our podcast at TheMentorsRadio.com. This is Tom Laurie, and this is The Mentors Radio Show. A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. Here at Mentors Radio, we've been working hard to help you succeed in every way possible. That's why we're proud to let you know about our newest find, BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com links you to a credit processing company, Cornerstone Payment Systems, that truly shares your ethical values and that can give you lower rates immediately. They don't just say it, they prove it to you. Their commitment to ethical behavior is rock solid. For example, unlike most other credit processing companies, something you may not have known before, Cornerstone refuses to process any porn-related business. They're not newbies either. The company we recommend has more than 50 years' experience and provides 24-7 in-house support. See what they can do for you today. Go to BetterCreditDeal.com. That's BetterCreditDeal.com. BetterCreditDeal.com. Are you a small to mid-sized business looking for a tax, accounting, or CFO-level advisor to handle or guide your company's financial decisions? Consider KMLPC. KMLPC excels in creating easy-to-use, customized financial systems for small to mid-sized entrepreneurs and companies, especially nonprofits. KMLPC supports and protects their clients' vital interests, offering a wide range of accounting and bookkeeping services in addition to CFO guidance. They prioritize digital integration and their exceptional staff will make your life and even taxes so much easier. Their client list is a who's who of nonprofits and entrepreneurs. Clients who've stayed with them for years and won't go anywhere else. So if you need financial or tax help for your business or nonprofit, contact KMLPC today at KML-PC.com. That's KML-PC.com. KML-PC.com. And mention The Mentor and now back to the mentors where remarkable ceos challenge your thinking about life and business welcome back this is tom Lorry. i am with dr jim lair who's worked with elite performers in all walks of life today we're talking about the story we tell ourselves which has everything to do with our success and failure in life so we're talking about these stories let's uh so now, I, I would imagine it would be important first to, in terms of the work that you did is for, for people to understand what the old story is or what the story is they're living. Absolutely. So and it's we all are living a story. And so often the story we're living is not the story we actually created for ourselves. They were they were instructions. They were it was input that actually came from a variety of people, most importantly, maybe parents or authority figures. And we ended up in a, in, a, in a trajectory that actually doesn't really satisfy us, doesn't really fit with what we would like. So we end up living someone else's story. And what we began to realize that story is our destiny. Whatever story you have, whether it's going to take you in one direction or another, if you play that story out, 
and it's a story that actually is not one that is your own, you have the sense of emptiness, even if you were successful, because it's not the way you wanted to live this one life that you have. So we, we our old story is actually the current story that is not working. And we try to have people take ownership of the, of the story they have and to realize that if the story doesn't work, they can change their story. Remember, our story is simply an interpretation. It's a, it's a creation of the world that we experience in a particular way. And that the more our story reflects the real world, the better we can navigate. But it also has to reflect our own unique sense of purpose in life. And it has to actually resonate with our values and who we most want to be in life. And the more we would dig into that and have people write out their old story, the one that they have been living maybe that's not working, and then replace it with a new story that gives them inspiration, that gives them a sense of hope, a sense of new destiny, and then actually anchors them in a way that maybe the old story didn't. It's liberating. A, a great story, whether it's in the movie industry or any industry, inspires you to act. It actually takes you to a, a new place in your life. And that's exactly what we we're doing at the Institute, helping people create a story and then following that story for, you know, 90 days, 18 months to make sure that they're still living that story, replacing the old story that actually, you know, really didn't really resonate at a deep level inside their soul. This is Tom Laurie. You're listening to the Mentors Radio Show with Dr. Jim Lair, best-selling author of The Power of Story. So, I am sure there are people in the audience who are thinking, oh, I'm living a good story. And they're not even sure that they're not even clear yet that they're in a rut. And I know there's some tough <laughs> questions uh, that we can ask ourselves. And, you know, do we feel forced to work? Are we engaged? Are we uh, using, is our talent ignited? You have a whole list of things, but we, right. I mean, there are probably people out there that are fooling themselves about their story, aren't there? Well, there, it bubbles up. If you've got a story that's dysfunctional, that actually doesn't really work for you, there are lots of ways it kind of, it's, it's bubbling up in ways that maybe are not as obvious at times. But the biggest thing is your sense of happiness and fulfillment really isn't there. And, um, you know, you're getting feedback maybe from other people, whether it be family or loved ones, that somehow you're not engaged in the way we would like to see you engaged. You don't seem alive. You don't seem to be excited about this life that you have. And when you start digging down, you begin to realize, wait a minute, I don't really think this is my life. I'm actually fulfilling something that other people wanted for me. And I'm trying to figure out just exactly how I want to live. Whatever chapters I have left, this is how I want to live my life. And here are the instructions I want to give this fabulous neuroprocessing system between my ears, I need to give it some new parameters, new coordinates, and I'm going to do this daily. I'm going to give it images. I'm going to give it uh, a lot of verbal instruction from this private voice, this inner voice that I have, which is closest to the core, and I'm going to do a lot of writing, writing my new story, and every day I'm going to try to transla tr translate that new story into some actionable um, you know, priority that I can actually hold myself accountable to. And within literally weeks, you begin to see massive, almost seismic shifts in the way people uh, begin to, um, you know, relate to life and begin to uh, maybe for the first time, really see what their talent, where it can take them, engaged at a level they've never been before, because the story they had was not their story. They were living someone else's story. Now, not all the stories we live have all negatives. I would just want to point out that I don't know how many times in my career I've heard somebody tell me that some teacher in grade school took them aside and said, you know, you're really good at math or you're really good at writing right. or you're really good at something. And that set them on a trajectory uh, that they would follow. So they're the positives and the negatives as we put these together. I want to come back to the uh, reflection. When you're talking about writing, 
Uh, let's talk right. a little bit about this period when you're trying to sort things out. And journaling, I would assume, be a big part of that, could be a big part of that. You know, it's so interesting. We had so many opportunities to, to field test so many different approaches to getting people to change their story. And we used uh, all kinds of imagery and imagery rehearsal, visualization. We used uh, really disciplined thought um, so that you would actually begin to feed consciously new ways of thinking, new mindsets, new parameters, new understandings into the brain about what was important here. But the one that actually seemed to be the, the most powerful in terms of getting traction, real traction, was something that was quite surprising to all of us. You know, athletes have training logs and they keep track of everything. Well, that kind of expanded in our work to a journaling and uh, keeping very, um, you know, very, very tight um, parameters around writing for certain periods of time every day around certain topics. And we learned that there's some connection between your hand cursive writing and this prefrontal executive function in your brain that it actually begins to change a lot of the way in which a lot of the architecture of the brain begins to be modified with handwriting perhaps as powerfully as anything that we had looked at. So everyone has to do a lot of writing and they write their old story once and then they write their new story repeatedly until that new story becomes really, um, you know, it, it becomes a, almost like a six lane highway neurologically, that this is, how the, this is how you think about yourself. These are the priorities in your life. This is what you matter, what matters most to you in your life. And when you compare that with the old story, it just, it, it just doesn't work. So we are really strong advocates of journaling and that journaling is to equip the private voice, this inner voice that no one else hears but you, with a, a language of coaching you. That inner voice is your personal coach. And the more that coach is actually presenting you with really great instructions, with timeless wisdom to help you navigate in life in the directions you want to go, and creating a sense of reality in your storytelling that actually is going to be sustainable. That was, uh, that was our objective at the Institute and it has changed my story. And I think we've changed thousands and thousands of stories because that's who we are. We are meaning makers, we are storytellers and that's the medium by which we live our lives. Well, I'm a big advocate of journaling. I went through a difficult period uh, gosh, 30 some years ago where there were seven deaths in our family within six months. And I oh my found myself in a very challenging place and I started journaling and I've journaled ever since. I've journaled for over 40 years. Every day, six wow. o'clock in the morning, you can find me sitting down writing in a book. <laughs> and I've, I found not only this whole idea of the story, but it's amazing when you take all this stuff that's in your head and you put it on paper, it essentially gets the power uh, on the paper out of your head. It gets it out of your head. So you have more power. It makes it real. It. It's just not air around inside your head. You're actually putting some substance and actual concrete evidence that there is work going on between your ears. And this is in fact, how you want your brain to work. And we're going to come back in a few minutes and continue talking with our guest today, Jim Lair. Dr. Jim Lair, we're talking about the key to many of life's problems. And that's faulty storytelling that we tell ourselves. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. It's a bully, but we aren't afraid of a fight. It's elusive, but our focus never fades. It's deadly, but we were born to defeat cancer. You may not have heard of us, but our work has helped millions impacted by cancer. We are the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, we are leaders in advancing breakthroughs in immunotherapy, genomics, and personalized medicine. This research saves lives. After 65 years of fighting blood cancers, we've arrived at a game-changing belief. The cures for cancer are in our blood. The drugs and treatments we've developed for blood cancers 
have helped people affected by many different types of cancers. We are the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Beating cancer is in our blood. Learn more at LLS.org. It's Karen, executive producer of The Mentors Radio, and we're thrilled to have My Pillow back as a sponsor. All of us here are huge fans of Mike Lindell's products. When I got fed up with the chemical smell of other pillows, I figured my pillows made in the U.S. I'll give them a try. That was years ago. Now I own six pillows. I use their cotton towels, their 100% Giza cotton bed sheets, and I give them away as Christmas gifts. Every product has exceptional quality and attention to detail. Towels are thick, absorbent. Sheets are soft, smooth, high thread count. Our radio host, Tom, and everyone we know who's tried these products has the same experience. Use our code MENTORS to get a 60-day money-back guarantee and up to 60% discount. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash mentors. You must include the code MENTORS. That's MyPillow.com forward slash mentors or click the banner on our website. And now... Back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Borey, and I am with human performance psychologist and author, Dr. Jim Lair, who's worked with elite performers in all works of life. Today, we're talking about getting our stories right and why it's very important to living. So let's, um, we talked about journaling. Now, how do we go about quickly? How do we go about now? We we know we've got a bad story. We've got a, and you've talked about a number of the elements already. But now I want to create that story that when I'm on my deathbed, I can look back and say I lived my story and not somebody else's. What are some of the tips you can give everybody? Well, I like for people if you want to know how to navigate in life and and really have a story that will take you there you need to understand where you're headed. And so you go to the end of your life and you know you can create your own tombstone. I call it the tombstone exercise. And you try to figure out, well, at the end of your life, what will really matter? Where do I need to end up? Where do I wanna finish my life in what way? And that may be the most important coordinate that helps you to understand what is the story that I need to create with myself and everyone around me that will enable me to get there because that's the ultimate success of my life. I'm not going to be, you know, hoodwinked into believing some of these other things are of highest priority because they all fall off when I look through the prism of my own ending. Somehow it, it's a clarifying prism and I, I begin to realize, wait a minute, these are the priorities that matter to me. And this, in a sense, is kind of my ultimate mission in life. I want to finish here, which means I want to be a loving father, a loving mother. I want to be a person who, who was thought of as being a great, you know, a, a great caring, um, kind, courageous human being. And the, the things that you begin to articulate as being the hallmark, the hallmarks for you of a successful life, you work backwards. And then you begin to realize that the story actually tells you where you must invest your energy. Just like with a GPS system, you really have to have your coordinates right, and then you have to take action. And every day you must invest energy on getting to that destination that you are seeking. And so your story actually changes shape. It changes color. It also becomes your story, your inspiration. And you're going to be inspiring to other people because it gives you courage. This is, I know this is the right path for me. And you may not get it right away. And every single day you check your coordinates. You say, wait, I think this is it. I'm not 100% sure I'll keep, I'm trial testing it. I, I need to understand what are the, parameters that I have to follow, the guidelines, what lines do I have to stay between and continue to invest energy for me to qualify on my tombstone as a loving, kind, generous, grateful, whatever it is that are the highest priorities that will signify a truly successful life for you. And that, 
that has to be somehow developed into a coherent story that you live every day. And that's when you feel like, hey, I am living the life I want to live. I may not be perfect, but I'm getting better every day. And I'm investing energy every day in getting to that place. And I will not surrender my spirit. So that goes back when you say each day, you're talking about when you've got this quiet time to reflect on the day before in terms of what, I mean, there was a great exercise. I, I don't know who it was that came up with it where you sit down and look at what you did the previous day and ask yourself on various uh, activities, did it take me forward? Uh, did it take me forward right. in the short term? Did it take me forward in the long term? And you start reflecting on what went on the previous day and where is it taking you? I, I, I think that's what you're getting at as well. Each day we've got to do our own little exercise. You know, it really is reflecting on the coordinates that you now believe are correct. And if you're at sea, you're always checking to make sure your trajectories are right, your calculations are right. And every day you need to make an assessment. How did I do yesterday? And what am I going to do today to make sure I'm aligned with what I believe is ultimately my destiny? And then I create a story. And remember, we are storytellers and we can we can create anything we want as long as it's somehow connected to reality, reflects our deepest values and inspires us to invest energy to take action. So we, uh, you know, we're an amazing species. This evolutionary upgrade that we have that's enabled us to actually reflect. I call, I call it conscious reflection. We can always be reflecting on whether or not we are aligned with what we say matters and is this really my story or is it someone else's? The power of story will somehow come through to you in ways you never dreamed possible. And the more reflective you become, the more your story will get aligned with what you want and how you want to finish this remarkable run that you have on planet Earth. So the story itself energizes you, but there are other elements to energy as well that you talk about. Let's we have a couple of minutes left in this segment. Talk a little bit about the other elements that are important to making sure you've got full engagement as one of your other books. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you know, the sweet spot in human energy, basically we are reservoirs of potential energy and that we want to convert it to, you know, kinetic energy. We want to do something with the energy that we create in our bodies in the mitochondria of our bodies and the cells of the bodies. And, what we want to be able to do is to understand there's physical energy, emotional energy, mental energy, and spiritual energy. And the more full engagement is the sweet spot of the energy that we have. It's our ability to give our full and best energy right here, right now, in whatever we're doing. And that somehow that, that can move mountains. And when we are fully engaged in our lives, we really believe that the story we're living is the story we are we were kind of meant to live. It's the one we want to live. You tend to be more engaged. You bring your best energy. You have the great intensity, the great focus, the great, you know, um, you know, mobilization of this incredible capacity we have to do things with the energy we have, the investment of the energy that we have in whatever direction we would like. And ultimately, it's becoming more engaged, more engaged in all the causes and people we care about. When we okay, are, we're going to have to we have to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to finish uh, with our last thing with Dr. Jim Lair, and we're talking about a key question, and that is, "Am I living my story?" You'll find all of our show notes and links at thementorsradio.com. And when you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. This is Tom Laurie, and this is the Mentors Radio Show. Better life, better business. Hi. I'm Christoph Nauer. I'm a certified business and life coach, helping business owners increase productivity, profits, and improve personal life. I'm the founder of Balance Six, money, health, relationship, time management, self-improvement, and higher power. I coach business owners to work smarter, not longer, to have time for better personal life. I hold you accountable for making time available to balance six, to nurture yourself and your relationships, and making more money with less stress. Get off the hamster wheel, and I will show you 
the secrets to real success. In case you're wondering about my accent, I came from Switzerland more than 30 years ago. But I assure you, my coaching will be in excellent English. Visit our website at balance6.biz. That's balance6.biz. A lifetime ago, young naval aviator Tom McGuire took the oath of allegiance to support and defend the U.S. Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Now a San Francisco PD homicide inspector, McGuire hadn't thought about the oath in years, but that was all about to change. A famous local newspaper columnist had been murdered. For McGuire, there's an eerie chill of recognition about it, hearkening back to his days as a prisoner of war after being shot down in North Vietnam. A lifetime ago, another young naval pilot took that same oath. Also shot down in battle, he too spent time as a POW, same camp as McGuire. After 30 years, their lives were about to cross once again. But how and why after all these years? Multi-award winning mystery author Dennis Kohler's The Oath can be found online or for an autographed copy at oathbook.org. That's oathbook.org, oathbook.org. It's Karen, executive producer of The Mentors Radio, and we're thrilled to have my pillow back as a sponsor. All of us here are huge fans of Mike Lindell's products. When I got fed up with the chemical smell of other pillows, I figured my pillows made in the U.S. I'll give them a try. That was years ago. Now I own six pillows. I use their cotton towels, their 100% Giza cotton bed sheets, and I give them away as Christmas gifts. Every product has exceptional quality and attention to detail. Towels are thick, absorbent. Sheets are soft, smooth, high thread count. Our radio host, Tom, and everyone we know who's tried these products has the same experience. Use our code MENTORS to get a 60-day money-back guarantee and up to 60% discount. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash mentors. You must include the code MENTORS. That's MyPillow.com forward slash mentors or click the banner on our website. And now... Back to The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. Welcome back. This is Tom Lauren. I'm with author Dr. Jim Blair. And we're, today we're having a fantastic discussion about our stories, our life stories that gives purpose to all the chaos we experience and the risks that we need to take. So we're talking about energy. That's where we were. And and you talked about the various levels or types, spiritual energy and what but also things like diet and exercise, all of this comes into play as well. You know, we're an integrated, fully integrated system. And all energy comes from the physical body, from the mitochondria of the cells. And, uh, but that also uh, produces emotional energy. It produces mental energy and also spiritual energy. And what we want to do is to make sure that all of these energies are recruited and organized in a way that actually help us to uh, have the, the lives we want to live. And the huge piece of this, which is a mental piece, is the story part. And so often, you know, we, I, I love to ask people, can you get where you want to go with the story you have? You know, a tennis player who says, I hate my forehand, I'll never have a great forehand or I'll never be a great putter. You can't get there with that story. We have to make significant changes in the way we create meaning in our lives to open up new vistas, to have new, to inspire us to actually find new paths of solving the riddle. And that's what life is. It's about creating new stories that actually inspire us, reflect our deepest values, and get us to where we want to go in life. Our brain is ready and willing if we just give it good instructions. So I get, I hear a lot in the program that I run for people that are out of work. Uh, and it's amazing. Even at age 45, I hear people say, I'm too old. No one's going to hire me. I mean, and, and obviously we work with a lot of people that are in their fifties and sixties, but I hear that. And I keep saying, if you're too old, you are too old. I mean, that's really what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, no, the whole idea is, is that, you know, age, you have wisdom, you have experience. You're going to be so valuable. See the positive side of this. You're going to end up in a fabulous place if you just understand the assets you bring. Change that story or you will find one day that you're too old and that's why you can't get a job. So everyone should go out and get that book and go through this, how to build the story, because I think this is such an important thing. Tell us, what is it that Mr. Rogers teaches us? 
Oh my gosh. Fred Rogers was one of my all time great heroes. Um, Fred Rogers was a master storyteller and an extraordinary example of complete and total engagement with the audience that he had and fulfilling his mission. He wanted to make a difference in the lives of children. He was passionate about it. He really was clear and he used his own storytelling genius with others. But the big, big breakthrough I think was his own story that he could live his story every single day and bring that joy and fulfillment to children. He was living his life and he impacted the lives of millions of children all over the world. To me, he was a hero, a superstar, a superhero in the lives of so many young people. And he changed their trajectory. He changed their lives because they began to believe they were important, they were special, and that they were in fact going to be capable of things that maybe no one had ever told them that they were capable of doing before. And, you know, he, he was more than special in my life. Well, that's, uh, that's terrific. And that's going to be uh, it until next week, Jim. I want to tell you, I'm so grateful that you came on. This is a show that I've been wanting to do for five years. I think this whole idea of story and our story we tell ourselves is so key to who we are and what we can accomplish in life. So we've been talking with Dr. Jim Lehrer, world-renowned performance psychologist, co-founder of the Human Performance Institute and best-selling author of The Power of Stories, as well as many other books. And I want to thank you again for taking your time to guide us as we examine what stories we're telling ourselves. We will be posting links to all the books we've discussed to our website, thementorsradio.com. When you're there, make it easy on yourself and subscribe to future shows. You can also listen to us online, any device, anytime, on any podcast platform. Join us next week at the same time for the next edition of The Mentors Radio. Until then, this is Tom Laurie signing off for today. Remember, be all that you can be and keep the candle lit for all who struggle in the darkness. It's been The Mentors, where remarkable CEOs challenge your thinking about life and business. To get more information about the program or a sponsor, to download a podcast of today's show, or to leave a question for our host, go to TheMentorsRadio.com. That's www.TheMentorsRadio.com. The preceding program, copyright CBJ, LLC. All rights reserved.